Hey everyone, welcome to the Men of Victory podcast, where we discuss things that men deal with on a daily basis and really talk about it and discuss how we can become the men of God that God created us to be and how do we as men grow and rise and everything. So I'm excited for this week's conversation that we have um, because first of all, let me introduce my guest, Pastor Mike Ganser. How's it going? Um, Dude, I'm so pumped for this conversation, but just kind of share your story a little bit, you know, a couple minutes of who you are, because there's just a lot of people tuning in to listen to us and, 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 uh, just get to know you a little bit better. So share your story a couple minutes. So my, my short story is really, um, I was saved at a young age, but Mm -hmm. I grew up in a home that was kind of far from God. And, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't blame anybody for that, but for lack of a better word, I, I lived kind of for myself and then I went to church occasionally. And I just had a, I had a radical moment um, where the Lord drew my heart to him and I, and I decided to follow him with all of my heart. And that was in 2015 where things just changed. And from then on, um, I've been devoted to serving him and I've just seen the fruit of that. And uh, it's just unbelievable what we get to do and be a part of. And so me now with my wife, Anna, and we have a baby on the way, we just, we just love serving the Lord. We love being a part of Victory Life Church. We love being a part of what God is doing, but ultimately we just learned that um, following him, that's true joy and purpose. And so that's kind of like the really quick snippet of, of us. Right. I, I, if you're, if you're listening on, on the podcast and you don't, or you're not watching us on YouTube, but Pastor Mike's got this beautiful shirt promoted to daddy. And so recently just found out that you guys are having a little baby and it's going to be powerful. So that's kind of where we started where we start, I, I wanted to really have you on and talk to you because uh, you're at a stage of life where a lot of people are going through where big changes are happening for you guys. And I think for men of God, we go through these big changes, um, but do we always put God first and what things that can we glean from him? So um, so here's kind of what, what I really want to d- dive into. So as I've done the research and just thought over my life, there's five common changes in life that people go through. One is going to be marriage. So you've been married for? Uh, two years, two years, and four months. Okay. So you're still navigating how to have a married life. Mm-hmm. Um, kids, got one on the way. One on the way. The third is moving. You currently just sold your house mm-hmm. and bought a new one. So you're getting ready to move. Yep. Um, four is career. Let's talk about that for a second because You've just recently um, took on a new role at the church as pastor, mm-hmm. um, and then you're being moved to our new campus down in St. Joe. Mm-hmm. So you're moving to St. Joe, an hour away from where you currently are, and you have this new role and responsibilities at the campus. Mm-hmm. So there's four. And the fifth thing is relationships, friendships. Knowing that you're moving, friendships change a little bit, and now you're diving into a new community and mm-hmm. having to build new friendships. So... You, the man, are going through all five at once. Yep. <laughs> so as I sh- shared that, what, what comes to your mind in, in the season that you're in? Man, um, to be honest with you, each one of those changes are good changes, mm-hmm. but each one of those changes are challenging. Yeah. And um, Anna and I, we wouldn't be on the journey we are on if we weren't fully sold out to the Lord and just the, the environment of the changes that we are in, um, it is requiring us to lean so heavily on him and his goodness and even not requiring the full picture 
of what the change is going to ultimately look like. Right. Because right now, even though the, a lot of the changes we're going through are good changes, um, we are realizing that we need to actually healthily acknowledge that we are losing some really good things. That's good. Um, so we are we are we are losing the connection, the closer connection we would have had with our community here. And God's going to fulfill a new community in St. Joe, but we're in the in-between right now. Um, distance from family, um, change in family dynamics with a, a kid on the way. Like there's so many changes. And so Anna and I just continually find ourselves coming back to leaning on what God has told us about our future and then ultimately leaning on him through these changes because though they are good changes, they are they're tough changes. Yeah. So would you say that you're kind of going through a season of excitement, but it also a season of grief? Both. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So how, how do you walk through that? Because there's, and, and it sounds like you and Anna are, are close, you're connected. And obviously that's, you're leaning on her, but you're leaning on God. But is there other relationships that you're leaning on in this season? Because it's exciting, mm-hmm. but then it's also, it's, it's a change from the normal day of life. What are you doing to help prepare for that? So it's been really helpful to kind of lean on Pastor Luke and their family because mm. we're doing we're doing the move together. So we're kind of we're taking on this this call of God together. So that's been really helpful. Um, but then with just the with the pastors here and some of our close friends here who just you know the kind of people who look in the eye and say, "How are you really doing?" Yeah. Um, sometimes you can almost feel guilty that you have grief mm-hmm. for something that everyone else on the surface is excited about. And, but, um, having pastors and people in your life saying, how are you really doing? What's going on and processing? Like, oh, I'm acknowledging this loss that's happening and that's okay. And I'm walking through it healthily so that I can fully enjoy the change that God's bringing into our lives. Right. And then also helping lead my wife. Cause sometimes we'll find one of us will be high and the other will be low. And then sometimes it switches. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, we both just push each other back to Christ and back to really our words that God gave us to call us to St. Joe. So we know without a shadow of a doubt, that's where we're going, even when the going gets tough, that we are called to prophesy to that area and to minister to that area. And so um, we are committed. So being committed is just so important. Well, let's. you, you just said something out I think is very key for anyone watching this that's going through a season of life. You said that God spoke a word to you. Mm-hmm. So can you just share that a little bit? Because I think that's foundational. The biggest thing when we're dealing with change is what is Father saying to us to help us go into that new season of life or the new change? So talk a little about that 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 process that you went through. So that process, and uh, I remember it very vividly because um, we were two days from moving into our house that we just spent months remodeling on. Yep. And Pastor James calls me into his office and and offers this opportunity mm-hmm. um, to go out to St. Joe. And I was floored with excitement, but also just what on earth is going on? You're we're, scared probably we're, in the yeah, moment. Yeah, just about to move into our new house. Like, yeah. Lord, what? why did you let me work on this house for so long? And so we really leaned on a teaching we do here called the Three Harbor Lights. Good. And, and so what that is, is uh, it's the peace of God. Um, um, is your spiritual oversight in agreement with, uh, with the direction that you're headed? And then a word from God from scripture. And so um, we had spiritual oversight agreement right away. Pastor Justin had peace. Pastor James had peace. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of funny because Anna and I both knew right when we got the news, we had such peace, like we're going, 
we're not going to jump until we get a word from God, but we just kind of, we just kind of knew in our, in our nowhere mm -hmm. that we're going to St. Joe. Yeah. Like that's where we're called. We just know it. We're just kind of waiting on a scripture. She got a scripture pretty quick. Okay. Made me a little jealous. She got a scripture in like a day or two. <laughs> and then um, for me, it took about a week or two and it was actually on the heels of a, an incident that happened in my family and everyone was okay, but it was kind of like a, man, I just feel so out of control. My brother kind of had gotten in a, a little car accident. And so yeah. that was kind of scary. I'm like, man, Lord, I just feel so out of control. And in that moment, he settled me down and he spoke a scripture from Ezekiel. And it's, uh, it's in Ezekiel 37 and it's about prophesying to dry bones. Uh, and in that reading, God spoke to my spirit saying, you're going to go to the area of St. Joe and you're going to prophesy to dry bones. Mm. That's good. Um, and so that was my scripture, along with Anna's scripture from Isaiah. And so that way we just knew when the going got tough, and Pastor James told us this, he's like, it will get tough, mm -hmm. that we lean on the three harbor lights, the scripture God gave us, our spiritual oversight. And so there are a lot of good days, but I will be honest with you, there are some hard days. Yeah. There's some days where we question, did we make the right choice? And that's when we lean back on the scripture. It's when we lean back on the peace that God gave us, and we just keep pressing on. So, yeah, I think that I'm so glad you brought up the three harbor lights, because I think that is so key um, as believers and especially as men, because sometimes that we let our pride get in the way mm -hmm. and we just try to force things into existence. Mm -hmm. And so because when challenges come, you can always lean back and God spoke this. And I know it's true because it was confirmed through spiritual oversight. And I'm just going to hang on that because God's not going to lead me astray. Mm -hmm. in those moments. And so probably those hard days, because there'll be more hard days. Yep. And and it's like just that peace saying, you know what? This is what God said. And I'm going to be obedient to what he says because he's got good things for me. And so I think that's key because really I, I want guys that are going through changes in their life to to really glean from what you're going through. And you mentioned Pastor Luke. And so the people that don't know, Pastor Luke just recently came on our team in January and the two of you guys are going down. He's the campus pastor. You're the youth um, children's pastor down there. So you, it's good to have someone to go through this with as well. Mm -hmm. And they're kind of on the same journey as you guys are and everything. So uh, I think that's key, just having those friendships, because you just sometimes, the enemy likes to keep us to not bring it to light. Mm -hmm. And, and we know this because of the freedom that we have and, um, and how we've both been able to speak in each other's lives. It's when you bring it to light, that's when God just shines his love on it and the enemy just has to go and everything. So mm -hmm. I think that's just so key. Um, so, you know, here's a verse I kind of want to encourage guys with if you're going through a change. It's Philippians 4, 6 through 7. It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he does, has done. And I th I'm just going to stop right there because I think that's what you did is you weren't um, worrying about it. You just got to thank you. And God spoke to you mm -hmm. in those moments. And then it says, then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And you've mentioned that many times about the peace of God and knowing this is what he's called you to do, the dry bones and speaking life into that. So I think that that's a, that's a key for when it comes. Um, but it's still probably hard because change it's change. Mm -hmm. So a disruptor of the peace mm -hmm. uh, that I'm just reminded of, while you're watching the change unfold in front of you and you're you're believing in God and for God to move, a, a hook that can happen is you can start to assume 
this is what it's supposed to look like. Yeah. Either ahead of time or like as it's happening. Oh, this makes sense now. And you start putting your eggs in a basket rather than holding it kind of loosely. So uh, Anna and I, a couple times with a couple different houses we thought were it, we're like, ooh, if this house goes through, this matches up our move out date perfectly. This is definitely what God's doing. Um, 100%. That's -hmm. it. And then we didn't get it. And we almost felt, we didn't almost feel, we felt betrayed by God. And we had to realize, we had to take a step back and go, God didn't promise this change. We assumed this change in the change. Um, And then we we surrendered that and held it loosely. And so um, just realizing even in the process of change that takes a while, not assuming, oh, this is what God's up to. And like, and trying to beat him to the punch. But letting him reveal it, and it's it's a challenge. Yeah, it's a challenge, but it's 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 so incredible. And so me and Anna are just reaping some of the fruit of that right now. We finally we finally know the house we're moving into, and it's just such a joy. Yeah. It's a shock, but it's such a such a joy. So, yeah, I mean, literally this week, just a couple of days ago, you got the house. We got the house, and I remember you coming in, and you're like, just a little shell shocked, and you're like, I just bought a house, and yeah. It, it, yeah. it's surreal because it's like now you see what God spoke coming into existence. Mm-hmm. And it's got to be incredibly exciting for you and Anna mm-hmm. and everything. But still more challenges are coming. But I I think what you guys are just doing on well, love, and that's why I wanted to have you on, is you're really just going through this whole process, being humble, being vulnerable, but being just seeking God every step of the way. And it's exciting for a guy that's been a little bit farther advanced in life than you are. Mm-hmm. And I've seen the things you're going to. I'm like, man, I learned a lot just from you and Anna through this season. And I'm like, this is why you need to share this with these men. And a lot of the ladies that are listening to us, because what you guys are doing is there's unity. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we we try to do it ourselves without God, but you guys are doing it the two of you with God is the center of it. Mm-hmm. And so I just commend you for that. So um, here's some strategies, and I think you kind of hit a lot of these, but six strategies on how to cope with change. And one is just focus on gratitude. That's the first thing. And I'm sure that's what you guys have been doing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's just being so grateful that God put you in this moment. Because when you said, Pastor James, through the eye and said, hey, what's your thoughts on this becoming a pastor? You knew right away. Mm-hmm. Because God called you many years ago into that position, but you had to be obedient and say, "Let me pray on it first. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, and but it's focus on the gratitude. Another one is talk about your feelings before, during, and after a change. And so you're constantly talking to what you said, your three harbor lights, your spiritual oversight. You're talking about that. Um, and the third thing is breathe in God's grace and breathe out the sorrow. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. The disappointments, the the sorrow, the grief that what you had your life was and now it's changing. It's going to be great, but you still have to grieve that. You know, another thing is just meditate on scripture, pray often, but then establish new rhythms. And that's the the challenge for you guys as you move forward. Once you're down in St. Joe, this new campus, those new rhythms of life mm-hmm. and everything. So, man, it, it just it it's cool to see that you're going to doing this the right way. And that's what I think. So, let's just talk about some if if there's somebody watching is is getting ready to make a change in work. Just talk about what you can encourage them and how to make that change in work and how to do it the right way. 
So change like in work? Yeah, like it could a be from or... a, a new position or even leaving a position and going to a new company. Those are big changes in life. How would you encourage the guys or ladies that are doing that to do it the right way? That's, that's a great question. Um, the first question is you need to know your why, why you're leaving. Oh, that's good. What, where, like, and where you're going and are you, are you even called out? Hmm. Um, cause God, I believe God's a planner of us in places that we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, and so really, really deciphering, am I where God called me to be? And even if it's difficult, like you are called to be a light. Mm-hmm. And so even if your work environment isn't the best, um, Christians need to be there too. Um, Christians are called to go out into all the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, so first establishing like, okay, God's calling me out, getting your three harbor lights. That's that's step one. Um, step two would really be to be in unity with your wife and with God about where you're going next. Um, man, that's such a tough question. No, I think you're, you're really hitting it because, and here's the thing is, is I think uh, that really just takes the, kind of finalizes this, this point is, um, the way you leave is the way you are received. Right. So Pastor James talks about this all the time is, man, even if the, your job, you're, you're, it's not a healthy environment and you're going to go to this new position. Well, don't leave on bad terms because you're going to be received the same way. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's really a, a good thing to encourage the men and like women out there. It's like, man, leave on a good note. Um, we were just talking to her son about this recently. It's like, you just never know if you disrupt somebody and you're upset and you leave on bad terms, two, three, five, ten 10 years down, that could be your boss mm-hmm. and you have no idea. But if you left on a good thing, man, that that's the lasting memory that they're going to have. And you honor God in that. Mm-hmm. So, um, would you agree? No, I, I love that. Whenever I have a moment of frustration with, let's say, Anywhere in the world that I'm walking, like like anywhere in life, um, I like to think to myself, what if I bump into them at church tomorrow and oh, they're, a first, they're a first-time guest? Mm-hmm. Um, how is this interaction going to affect that? Or how can I affect them right now? How can I bless them right now? Even if they're cursing me, that's a little bit you know, over the top. But like, let's say it's just not a good interaction. How can I be a blessing not to, so that when they see me again, they remember that interaction? Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Um, I'm going to go back to the leaving the job and finding a new one. I would say don't force your way into the next spot. That's good. Um, sometimes we can, as you said, we're men and we're drivers mm-hmm. and we want to, we want to force our destiny and it's a self-help generation and it's a self-built generation. And we are all, we're all actually weak, but we want to appear strong. And so sometimes we'll try to force our way into something or a job that we weren't called to be in. And so you might even technically be able to obtain something temporarily that you're not called to, but you won't be able to sustain it. Um, You don't have the grace for that position. Uh, God hasn't called you to that position. He hasn't planted you there. So really, really being prayerful and mindful of where God has called you next. And then, then finally, this is in the change, just to expect and acknowledge the grief and the loss in the transition. Even if it's a job that you don't necessarily feel like you love, there are parts about it that are a part of you. They're a part of your story. And so you just can't cancel out part of your story, part of your experience. So really acknowledging that stage of your life and what God was doing in that stage of your life. My favorite story that I love to tell to all the young interns who are trying to get into ministry and they're really excited. Um, one of my best stages of life 
was something that before I got into it, I would have been the most embarrassed about and didn't want. And I had had an internship here. Um, but when my internship ended, there wasn't a, a spot available for me, but I needed to work. And I ended up on a giant chicken farm uh, that smelled like really bad <laughs> all the time. Um, and I was a little older. I, I was a college graduate, so I was kind of embarrassed about this job, but I needed I needed a job right. and I knew it. Uh, and the amazing thing about this job was the way that it turned out, I ended up kind of having to manage myself. And because I was a Christian man, I wanted to be honest and I wanted to do it right. And in this in this job, I learned how to work. Mm. I learned how to manage my own time. I learned so many things in this job that I use today that I couldn't have told you that I was learning mm -hmm. because all that stuff is required of me now, managing my time, you know, um, just being diligent, being a man of God um, when no one's watching. And so wherever God has you, like there's no wasted time. Oh, that's good. There's no wasted time. So whatever is going on in your job currently is preparing you for your next stage. And so don't don't just toss it to the side. Yep. No, I I can I I totally agree because I look back at the years of different places I've worked before coming into ministry and I've learned things that helped me in this new season of life. And it's like you can learn maybe some good things and maybe some things that hey, if I get that opportunity, I don't want to I don't want to lead like that. You just grow from it and not to overlook those seasons and just i just love that story that, that mm -hmm. is so powerful um because it was really kind of going to go into the next question and i think you answer it but to to those that see what they want but they're so still young because we've had these conversations you knew what god was calling you to do you knew you, for that marriage for kids and and you wanted it so bad but it was wasn't the right timing how do you kind of work through that? Because I think sometimes uh, the younger generation, they see the older generation, but they don't see the steps it took to get to that position. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And we can want something so bad that it becomes almost an idol in our life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. So um, just talk a little bit about that before we kind of close up this conversation about change. When you see what you want, but it becomes almost that is our identity and our idol instead of putting God first. Um, because I'm sure at times you had to kind of work through that mm -hmm. a little bit. So that is an awesome question. Um, that is that is truly learning to walk in a, a heart of contentment. And mm -hmm. what I mean by that is, uh, I've, been, I've been guilty of this and I have to repent, but you can be guilty of wanting the next thing yeah. that you haven't got yet. Mm -hmm. um, and never realizing or even enjoying what you currently have. And so an example I love to give of this one is I can look at people who are ahead of me in the financial category and wish that I had that. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll, I'll arrive somewhere there. But something that I have right now that sometimes they're missing is I have youth. You do. And if I'm so caught up with chasing what's in the future, I can't enjoy what God's given me to steward and use right now and how to be faithful right now. And so I try to live with what God's given me right now. And I've learned this from um, Pastor Justin, especially. Um, I wanted to be a pastor like early on, mm -hmm. but after a while I stopped chasing it because I realized like, oh, there's there's a lot of weight that comes with this. Mm -hmm. And and by the grace of God, it'll only come when it's time. Yep. And so there's some things in your life that are really good things that will come in the right season. But by the grace of God, you do not have them now. Like I thank God every day that Anna and I married 
when we did because God was just working some things out in me. He's working some things out in her and our marriage is so strong and I would not trade it. And we value each other so much because we're just so thankful that God did choose to put us together and we didn't need to rush it. We trusted him. Wow. Dude, that, that is good stuff, man. I'm, I'm hoping everyone listening is just hearing what Pastor Mike is talking about here because it is so powerful um, and, and just some good knowledge to help everybody encourage them. So, you know, as we kind of wrap this up, I just want to, um, you know, we're, we're, I want you to pray for people listening, but man, I just want to thank you. Dude, you are an incredible man of God. I've seen your journey over the years. I've helped play a little bit part of it. Because mm-hmm. at one time, remember, you were my assistant. <laughs> I will never forget. It was a, it was an awesome experience. I was I was very thankful for that. And and so I just I just love the growth and how you're always putting God first. And you, what you say is what you live, and, that, and that's that's the thing I love about you. Is I know that you live this out all the time. You know, twenty four seven. Um, 365. It's not, we just don't put a facade on for Sundays. We live this out. And I just love that you're going into this new community in St. Joe and uh, the lives that are going to be changed. But, you know, the kind of the, to close it out is we, you go through grief period, but just be very mindful when we make changes, the people around us are going to have a season of grief too. Mm-hmm. And just be mindful of that. Not to say you can do anything, but just be sensitive to that conversation. Because I think all of us on staff here are grieving that you and Pastor Luke aren't here as much as you used to be. Mm-hmm. And we lose these friendships. It's different. We grow and evolve. But I think it's just mindful to understand that in seasons of change, how it's affecting you, but it's those around you outside even the family, and but those friendships and everything. So mm-hmm. may I do love you and appreciate you. So thankful we were able to do this conversation Me today. Um, but can you pray for the, for the people listening today? I would love to. All right. Well, Father, we just come to you and we just surrender to you right now. Um, we thank you so much that we get to glorify and honor you and to build up your kingdom and to learn more about you. And Lord, so we just come to you with surrendered spirits right now. Um, wherever anybody is at, we just surrender. God, we we choose your way, not our way. Um, we die to ourselves. We choose to follow you. And Lord, I pray that anyone listening or watching, that they just be filled with your Holy Spirit right now, Lord, that they feel your peace with whatever they are going through. And God, I just thank you that we are all a big family together. And we just love you so, so much. We give you all the glory and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You just heard in another incredible conversation. So, man, d- drop us a comment, subscribe, make sure, you know, we're on YouTube, but we're also on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you want to listen to, man, we're there. But, man, share it with your friends because uh, we're hearing a lot of great comments on how this is a helping people. And we don't want it to just be a victory life thing. We want this to go across because, mm. man, this stuff is good. So thank you once again, my friend. Thank you, Pastor and, John. Um, we just appreciate you. And tune in next time. I'll also give a special thank you to Casey Palmer, our engineer, our cameraman. Most podcasts have three or four people. We've got Casey, and he <laughs> rocks it out. So, uh, man, I just appreciate and love this, man. So other than that, guys, Work through those changes, put God first, learn from what Pastor Mike shared today, and we'll see you next time on the Men of Victory podcast.